The ANC is asking us to retract a story that he does not want to, uh, you know, come out and actively deny that the meeting took place. In their statement and subsequent conversations with the spokesperson of the ANC, he is not talking about the actual meeting that the Sunday Times is reporting about and the one that we reported before, this, the one at the Beverly Hills Hotel. They, he refuses to engage on why did the Secretary General of the ANC deny meeting former President Jacob Zuma moments after the meeting outside of the Maharani Hotel in Durban where the meeting took place. He refuses to explain why um, other, uh, you know, the Secretary General of the Women's League denied even being in Durban, despite photographic evidence placing her in the meeting with Zuma and in outside the hotel afterwards. Um, you know, we, we, we have done a thorough assessment of this, uh, you know, before writing the story, we spoke to a number of people. We did not only rely on eyewitnesses or sources, we actually sent a reporter to the hotel to see if these people were there. And when he arrived at the hotel, he found Secretary General Ace Mahashubi there. He found Sukar Mahuma Pelo, who was a former Northwest leader, um, you know, and, and um, you know, and Tandu Kolo Sabelo, etc., outside of the hotel. And when he asked him, you know, did you have a meeting with the former president? They denied it. Now, now, when you say, how do you know this meeting was clandestine, it could happen in a hotel, the question, the answer is, why would you lie about it? Why would you actively go out of your way to, to deny having a meeting with the ANC, uh, former President Jacob Zuma, if um, there was nothing sinister about it? That's the first question, you know, that the ANC needs to answer. The second question the party is, they need to answer is that the ANC chairperson in KwaZulu-Natal, who I would think is the official voice of things happening in that province, said this was not an ANC meeting. Uh, the, the ANC in KwaZulu-Natal knew nothing about it, um, and they didn't even know the SG was in town. So, so you know, the question that I'm asking myself is, why is the ANC now rubbishing something it claimed not to be part of as a, you know, as a movement? So if you're saying individuals met, um, you know, that's, that's a completely different situation. Um, you know, so, so it's, it's almost co- contradicting each other as to, uh, you know, did the meeting take place? Um, and then, the, and then um, you know, they are rather choosing to rubbish, um, you know, individuals, rubbish the media, rubbish reporters, instead of looking at the facts that we've gathered, the details in the story, that the meeting happened on the second floor, that the former president walked in with a stack of documents. Okay, let's hypothetically assume now, uh, given that it is in dispute, that this meeting took place. Why is this significant? And, and, and how does it go on to prove that a plot is being hatched to actually oust President Ramaphosa? So let me take you uh, back a few months, Sakina, and you would know that there was a report uh, done, uh, I think it was by the Sovietan at the time, that uh, there was a meeting between uh, Subramahuma Pelo and Jacob Zuma. And at the time, people were concerned, they raised it in the NEC meeting, um, about why are these leaders meeting, what are the purpose of the meeting, uh, and they denied it at the time. Then this, uh, you know, there was there was talk of meeting of the forming of a political party, again, it was denied at the time. Now, this particular meeting, the reason why it's so significant is, firstly, the Secretary General of the ANC has been suspected of working with people, uh, you know, who were in the so-called NDZ campaign in resisting the leadership of the ANC um, president, Sarah Ramaphosa, for a long time. But this is the first time, and you would see in the story, a senior ANC leader being quoted to say, this was the first time they actually had evidence that he was part of the of the um, 
you know, of, of those meetings and, and conversations. The second uh, issue is that on Friday already there was a conversation, or rather there was a movement by this group to try to invalidate the NSC decision to disband the ANC in the Northwest. Um, Supra Mahuma Pillow is a Northwest leader. He's a former leader. Um, you know, um, what was he doing in KwaZulu-Natal? Those are the questions we started asking as soon as we came to know about the meeting. And then when we started posing more questions after the denial, it's come to know that many leaders of the ANC were aware of, this, of, of these meetings. And we found out that it was not isolated. It came as part of a number of other meetings. The one that we, that we mentioned in the story was the one that took place before that at, the, at a hotel in Tlanga. So, so it's not something that was isolated. It was not something incidental that three people who were friends met up in a hotel in Durban randomly and the Sunday Times decided to write a story. This was part of a series of meetings. This was clandestine. They lied about it. Your problem remains, Konita. How do you prove that this was about a plot to oust President Cyril Ramaphosa? Second, how, do, how did we prove that Nkabisi Jonas was offered the position of, of finance minister uh, by the Guptas in 2016 and we wrote the story? It's because we spoke to a number of people. People like Sanzum Kumu spoke on the record to say they knew about those meetings. We spoke to ANC leaders. We corroborated this information. We went to, we went fires to give specific details about specific, you know, the fact that the meeting so, took place on the second floor. I mean, it's, it's so which campaign. which information did you corroborate? The fact that the uh, uh, the uh, uh, agenda for this particular meeting or the two meetings on subsequent days was actually about a plot to oust Ramaphosa. Absolutely. And if you read the story, you would see quotes from senior ANC leaders. And you would know that, I mean, no one is going to speak on the record on this, on this particular incident because given the political nature. And like I'm saying, people, people, the ANC denied the story of B.C. Jonas based on the same uh, situation. There's so many state capture stories that the party denied based on how can you prove that Zuma told Temba Maseko, uh, you know, to help the Guptas. And now this is evidence in the state capture inquiry. So I feel it's sort of disingenuous with the party now to come out and say, oh, you know, bring a recording of, of the actual meeting. This was this was a meeting. It was corroborated. It was people, you know, we went there ourselves to prove that these people were in the meeting. And the, the agenda of the meeting was corroborated by being to a number of people. So, you know, it comes back to it. To, to the point of, uh, you know, how, 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 how would you know the specific... It's the same question. How did we... How, we wouldn't have had a commission of inquiry into state capture if we did not run with the story that Mukabisi Jonas was offered the position of finance minister. So I really think the ANC now is, you know, sort of catching on straws because for them, they need to explain to the, to the people, or to, to the party even, that, you know, why was the meeting taking place? Why deny the meeting taking place? Why would the Secretary-General of the ANC Women's League say definitively that she was not even in Durban on Thursday when she was seen at the... She was, they was, she was photographed with the former president. She was also in the hotel on that day. Um, you know, so, so, so people need to explain. And I think the reason why there's this kind of, of you know, crazy response um, of, of rubbishing journalists and asking for a retraction of a story when they're not giving an alternative version of events. It's as if, you know, we just sat up and made up a story, when in fact this time, um, you know, we really went at pains to say, how can we corroborate each fact of the story? Um, and by going there ourselves to actually find them at the hotel, um, and, and, and more than that, 
uh, you know, um, provide a, a picture so that, so that people will know for sure that this meeting actually took place. Kunita, with regard to um, the report that uh, a picture of a gun was sent to you, uh, can you confirm that for us? Yeah, well, I mean, it was it was uh, on Friday where I had a conversation with the Secretary General of the, of the ANC Women's League, Mekwe Matuba. I had spoken to her on the phone about um, the story where she denied even seeing former President Jacob Zuma, which was, uh, you know, uh, weird because she was pictured on, on Thursday, um, you know, being in his company and standing behind him. Um, and and um, the conversation sort of ended and, and I the call dropped and some minutes later um, there was a picture sent to me um, that was a picture of a gun um, you know I, I I don't know I didn't know what to read into it I sent a message back to say was this meant for me um, and, and w- what I did was to, you know to tweet out the picture to say um, you know the ANC women thing to explain why was this picture sent to me there are people who are saying that obviously this may have some um, undertone of intimidation for me I would, I would just sort of want to know why would you do that we, did, we hadn't had a conversation um, you know, via text before this. And so it seemed really random and peculiar to just have a conversation with the Secretary General of the Women's League and then her sending me a picture of a gun afterwards. And what, what did she say? What was her direct response to you her regarding respo- why it was sent? Her direct response was that many people use her phone.